We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we'll go ahead and get started with our guests. Uh, we'll begin with OU President Joe Harris. Joe, thank you for being with us. Go ahead. Well, Mike, Barry's already uh, spoiled this for me. Barry Trammell has by asking why we keep uh, running coaches off. Uh, uh, this is uh, <laughs> nine days to go from uh, Sherry Cole's uh, retirement to Lon Kruger's retirement. It's, it's almost uh, too much for the soul. Uh, it is... Uh, you know, and, and, and they share so many attributes and not just being nine days away from each other in their retirements. They, they share attributes that sound like platitudes, uh, but are in, in, in fact, truth. And, uh, and, and, and they're remarkable people. They really are. Oftentimes when you look at, you know, careers of individuals that have been uh, impactful, uh, they're, they're singular. Uh, they are that they are singular in that they are focused on only one thing, and that is the success of the teams, and that is ordinarily and that is the hallmark uh, of a really good coach, sometimes a great coach. It will make someone that truly is special, uh, especially in college athletics, is if they transcend just excellence on the field and they 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 stand for something even bigger, uh, not just wins but the development of the student-athlete. And that too often gets lost, uh, and too often success is measured by a single metric. Uh, what we have here is, you know, a celebration of lawn uh, that is the symbol uh, of, of excellence both in performance uh, but also in character and what they've done for the university, for student-athletes, and for our community. And, you know, I, I, Mike was beginning formal comments, and he talks about, you know, it goes from Coach Kruger quickly to Lon. And the truth of the matter is he is Lon uh, because all of us know him or at least feel like we know him well. And he's a friend of mine, and I'm 
so lucky to have gotten to know him. And once his son took the job he took, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I was dreading the phone call from Joe C. Uh, and uh, that, that indicated Coach Kruger was, was uh, going to be retiring. And then Lon called me, and I felt like not taking the phone call, uh, but decided I probably should. I, Lon's a great coach. Uh, he's an even better person. And uh, when you start looking at his bio, you realize he hasn't always been just ours. Uh, but it feels like that, right? I mean, when you look at his record, the first thing that jumps off the page uh, is he was the first person to be at five different schools and to take all five schools to the NCAA tournaments. And he's the first one since uh, the bracketing started for 64 uh, teams, which started in 1985, uh, to, uh, to take four. Uh, programs to the Sweet 16 round uh, and beyond. So, aside from the person, if you just look at his at his at his resume, it's an extraordinary career. And when he came in ten and a half years ago, and we celebrated him and his arrival in the Fieldhouse, uh, I thought, I, you know, he's been in a number of other places. Will he feel like he's he's one of us? And he became not just one of us, but. Uh, uh, in many ways, and I said it about Sherry, a, a critical part of the heartbeat of our programs uh, and of our university. I, I love the ESPN.com uh, 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 recent quote about Coach Kruger. He said, Lon Kruger is your favorite coach's favorite coach. And I think that says it in a, in a really positive way. He's been incredibly successful at OU. Um, I, I've spoken about that. He obviously has got you. Know, came in. Uh, to this position, two losing seasons before he came into the program and took it over. Uh, we were batting 429, uh, and he came in, and you know, just his second season took us to the NCAA tournament. In his 10 years here, seven years, we've gone to the NCAA tournament, two Sweet 16s, and of course the Final Four in 2016. Uh, coached you know, four individuals that have gone to the NBA. Uh, certainly two extremely notable, all four notable, but two extremely 2016 National Player of the Year uh, in Buddy Heald and 2018 National Freshman of the Year in Trey, uh, in Trey Young. So, um, you know, one thing I'll say before I hop off and let, let uh, uh, Mike take it back over is one of the things that is important is, uh, you know, he understands student-athletes, and he also understands community. He came into our community and connected immediately with our fan base. His practices are famously open to fans, all of them. And, um, he, you know, he's there. Um, he comes out, he meets with fans, he shakes hands, takes pictures, uh, makes sure his student-athletes are engaged and understand uh, that what they have uh, is important and needs to be shared. He, you know, created a, a, a barbecue for, for all students to come to. Uh, he walks out on, you know, on, on the court before games. He doesn't, doesn't hang out in locker rooms before games. He comes out with the team uh, and is part of the community. He uh, created the annual alumni weekend where we've had eight, eight decades of players come back and be a part of the alumni weekend. Uh, so proud of what he does. We talk a lot about what it means to be part of OU. We talk about the meaning, which is, you know, and I've mentioned it regrettably nine days ago when I talked about, you know, what we, what we call the meaning, you know, meaning of life, and that is to to love and if you can make a difference and lawn personifies that we looked at our strategic plan and it was uh to change lives lawn has done that uh, and and not not only locally look at his all of us on this call when i look at the names on here know the work he's done to help those he'll never meet uh coaches versus cancer uh, lawns raised over seven million dollars to help fight cancer 
for people he'll, he'll never meet. Uh, so as we look at this, it is, um, I don't know, it's one of those rare things. When you hear he's going to retire, uh, it makes you sad for yourself but happy for him. He's got a family he loves. Uh, his son's doing well. Uh, his whole family is he's got grand, two grandkids to go back to uh, in Las Vegas. And so as much as we hate to lose him, uh, we love Lon enough uh, and, and love him so much that we want what's best for him, and this just feels like it's the right thing for Lon. Uh, and so uh, we're going to miss him, but the truth is he's always part of the Sooner family. In his 10 years here, he's made us feel like he was never anywhere else, uh, and uh, he's made us better. And I'm honored to, to know Lon as a friend uh, and to see him as a person. When people talk about, uh, you know, where have the heroes gone, where are the heroes, I just say look at the press conference nine days ago and look at this press conference today. Uh, they're heroes. They've shown that real success is not just on the court, it's off the court. It's the way they live their lives. Uh, and I just say, Coach, we're proud of you, honored to be your friend, and thank you. Thank you, President Harris. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today, and we know you have other engagements to get to, so we'll go ahead and excuse you at this time, but uh, thank you again. Thanks, Mike. And Barry, appreciate the question early. That was helpful. Okay, we'll turn now to Athletics Director Joe Castiglione, who 10 years ago next Thursday hired Coach Kruger. Joe, go ahead. Well, thank you, Mike, and good morning, everyone. You know, President Harris is a tremendous leader to follow, and he's uh, generated so much enthusiasm and energy in the direction he's provided for the university. But note to self, and I'm learning this, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to follow him after he has spoken. Um, we didn't share our notes uh, at all. We didn't uh, coordinate what we're going to say, but it's probably going to sound very similar. So uh, apologize if there's any redundancy, but you just, you just know when you're talking about Lon Kruger, uh, Barb, the program that he's built, the players that he's recruited and developed and mentored and continues to stay in contact with today, you know there's going to be similarities all the way through. You know, it's easy to look at someone's career, uh, 35 years as a head coach, 674 wins, um, championships, final fours, um, the players he's developed, All-Americans, National Players of the Year, by any quantitative measure, that's a Hall of Fame career. But as we know with Lon Kruger, it's much broader than that, much bigger than that, much deeper than that. You know, it's often said, you know, being in sports, uh, whether it's any sport, whatever it is that we do, that is just literally what we do. It's uh, everything else outside of the game that defines who we are. And with Coach Kruger, you could see that every single day. Every day he brought it. And... Um, and he never brought it in a way that was uh, um, about him. It was always humble. Uh, it was always uh, behind the scenes. He never looked for credit. He did things when people weren't looking that were transformational. And uh, he got people involved. And so if, if you're looking at quantifying someone's career and trying to determine Hall of Fame, we know that's happened. But... Um, he is a Hall of Fame person. Uh, this, um, you know, the game, you know, our world uh, has transformational leaders that we get to watch 
now and then, but we don't always get to be in their presence. Uh, I think in some cases, Coach Kruger, the way he went about his role as a head coach, and I'm sure um, didn't I watched him on the sidelines as an assistant coach for Jack Hartman my early days at Missouri, but um, I didn't get to see him play as a player at Kansas State. Um, he and I kidded that uh, the first press conference was in McCaslin Fieldhouse, and first thing he said when he walked in there, he said, wow, I mean, I'm trying to make memories of my new job. I didn't know I was going to have to connect with some maybe tougher memories I had as a player in that building. But um, he's made some memories for us to have for a lifetime, and we're very, very grateful for it. And he did it with kindness, like I said, with humility. Um, he's an innovator in the game of basketball. And he uh, has done it um, through finding the ways to teach through his players. You know, like any great leader, you see things in an opportunity. You see things in an individual, sometimes before anybody else sees it. That probably was one of Lon's greatest strengths. You know, he found special players, um, found them maybe before many other people did. But more importantly, he connected with them to find, help them find things in themselves that could create the success they wanted. Um, he connected with people, as uh, President Harris mentioned, you know, the alumni. He's brought our former players back. He's um, engaged the fan base. I'll remember very early on where people immediately started calling him our coach instead of just saying OU's coach or the coach at OU. Right away, they said, our coach. That, that's, that was a very quick transition, and it just goes to show what Lon Kruger did to um, engage a fan base. Um, he is so well-liked amongst his peers. I could tell you through um, my travels as an AD, through the years I was on the men's basketball committee, I, I cannot tell you, quantify the number of times that coaches would stop me somewhere and say, will you tell Coach Kruger hello? Um, he's someone I've always watched during my career. I've learned from him. Uh, I've copied some of his, his uh, schemes. I've gone to his practices. I remember John Calipari once told me, um, I think it was a year they, they ended up winning a national championship. He was talking about um, the zone offense. And uh, he said, I went out to one of Lon's practice. He was gracious. He let me be at his practice for a couple days. I learned everything about Lon's zone offense. Now, at Kentucky, I can't call it Lon's zone offense, so I'm going to call it the Vegas offense. So every time you see me do a V like that, that's the Vegas offense, but that's really you know, a credit to Lon Kruger. Um, I can tell you, game officials... Um, before a game, they would come over. I'd be sitting at a scores table, and they'd tap the scores table and say, hey, I, I just want to ask you to say hello to Lon Kruger. I did his games at, at uh, Kansas State. I did games at Florida. I did games when he coached at Illinois. I did games when he coached at UNLV. He is a class act, a gentleman, and uh, I always look forward to officiating games, uh, the games that he coached. And obviously, um, our fans. Uh, and you can see the outpouring of um, love for Coach Kruger that's uh, happened in the last you know, 12 hours or so um, since the announcement. 
Um, even walking in and out of the building, um, our, our people on our maintenance crew, staff members, security people, uh, trainers, not people that work just with Lon every single day, but were somewhere where Lon was, um, they all wanted me to tell Coach, you know, how much they appreciate him. I always come over and say hello and shake their hand, ask how they're doing, ask how their family's doing. Um, the scores table, it, there was there was a intentional effort always to include everybody. And um, that's, you know, that's rare, rare um, talent. And uh, we're fortunate to see a lot here. You know, we talked last week about Coach Cole and Hall of Fame coach that she is and how she transformed the program and created Suitor Magic in her program. And uh, same thing that Coach did over the uh, time that he's been here at Oklahoma. Um, there's reasons why there's only one Oklahoma. We always use that saying, but now you see it evolve before your very eyes. So coach, um, I know you're off screen right now, but I want to say to you, um, you were, you were tough to convince, you know, to come to Oklahoma. It was not once, twice, it was three times. Um, it took to, uh, to try and, and get you to, to come to Oklahoma, but Thank God, um, we are so blessed that you said yes. Uh, you've made us better. You've made us better people by being around you. And uh, we have a great friend, mutual friend, but certainly a great friend in the sport of college basketball. And he always says, sometimes you gotta call a T.O., baby. You gotta call a T.O. And I think it's really, really cool, Coach, that you've gotten to call your own T.O. And uh, this is a time out to just turn the page in your life. And we're so excited to watch, you know, what happens in the next chapter. I know it's going to be filled with family. Um, I know you and Barb are going to be great, you know, being out there with Kevin and his family and Angie will be there and her family because that's how you always did it. So on behalf of countless people who wanted me to uh, thank you, to say hello, um, to tell you how much they appreciated how you made them feel. Um, we're going to be always grateful for everything you did for our program. And uh, there's no doubt you've left an indelible mark on all of us, Oklahoma basketball, and your legacy is going to be cherished for many, many years. Thank you, Coach Kruger. Boomer Sooner. I'll go ahead now and turn it over to Coach Kruger. Just uh, say a couple of quick words to uh, everyone about Lon. Um, I'm sure, based on what we know about coaches, will probably be a brief opening comment. But um, I'd like to introduce now a man who finishes his collegiate coaching career with 674 wins, two Final Four appearances, NCAA tournament trips with five different programs, and an all-time great person to boot. Coach Kruger, go ahead. Thanks, Mike, uh, and uh, thanks, President Harris. Uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, uh, really, really appreciate those uh, kind words, uh, those remarks. Uh, uh, you know, in some ways, it's going to be extremely difficult. Uh, I guess you only do it once. So, in uh, my function, like Joe said, or uh, Mike said, uh, really is to say thank you today to, to so many people. And uh, intentionally, I, I haven't written much down. 
Uh, when I started doing that, I realized uh, the list of people to thank individually was ridiculous. Uh, so many people have been involved in so many ways. Uh, Barb and I have had the opportunity for the last 45, 50 years to get up every day and do something uh, we, we love to do. And, uh, and, and the people that we've had the opportunity to meet and uh, develop relationships with uh, over those 50 years is, is about basketball and because of basketball. And uh, we're so grateful to, to so many different people. And, um, you know, as uh, Joe mentioned, uh, the, the stops with uh, Pan American, now UT, RGV in the Valley, and, and President Nevarez and Ricardo Hinojosa who uh, afforded that first opportunity to a 29-year-old. Uh, they, they definitely took a leap of faith. And uh, from that moment on, uh, so many people have been there and uh, assisted in, in uh, so many different ways. You know, uh, back at Kansas State, alma mater, uh, the opportunity to do that, uh, to uh, University of Florida, uh, to Illinois, uh, NBA with the Atlanta Hawks and New York Knicks and uh, then UNLV and and uh, then so grateful for the last 10 years here at uh, uh, University of Oklahoma. Uh, people along the way have been so gracious and so supportive and uh, Barb and I appreciate that uh, so very much. Uh, you know the you know university personnel in in every way uh, uh, the fans, the boosters, uh, uh, obviously the, the coaches and, and the staff, uh, wives of coaches and staff uh, are, are so important and, and been so helpful. Um, you know, the TV and radio folks and the media, you know, and I'm going to lean on the media today uh, during the Q&A period to give me a chance to address a lot of, a lot of things that uh, I won't address here in the opening statement and I know uh, those questions will be great, like always, so uh, we appreciate that. But um, then the student-athletes, I mean, we've had the opportunity to work with and, and coach and benefit from uh, hundreds of, of student-athletes who have given great time and effort, and, and their families, you know, when young people leave home uh, after high school. Uh, uh, those, those families are entrusting you know, the college coaches, and uh, we appreciate their confidence uh, so much. So, uh, again, um, uh, uh, so many people to thank, and, uh, and especially this, this team this year being our last team. I mean, the progress they made, the effort they put forth, the memories that they created, uh, so, so, so many. And, and, again, our coaches have said to them many, many times this year how much we appreciate what they did what they invested, what they accomplished. And, uh, and again, uh, leadership all along the way has, has been fantastic from the presidents to the administrators and, and again, the French, uh, friendships that have resulted from, from those uh, 45 years or whatever uh, have been unbelievable. And, and uh, through this pandemic, you know, President Harris and, and Joe C., um, you know, they set the bar for every other, every other leadership group in the country and how to handle a pandemic and help everyone here through that and, and we'll continue to do that as we're headed in hopefully a good direction there. But uh, couldn't be more grateful and 
And uh, you know, again, I look forward to the opportunity to address a lot more things during the Q&A because, uh, again, uh, uh, just uh, too many people to thank and, uh, and, and not doing it individually because uh, the list would be so long. And, and uh, number one, emotionally, I couldn't get through it. And number two, uh, uh, you know, uh, for fear of leaving someone out. So we're not, we're not going to do that. So with that, uh, Mike, we'll throw it back to you and, uh, and uh, have some conversation. All right. Thank you, Coach. Before we open it up to questions from the media, um, I did want to ask you real quickly, you've been coaching for 45 years. What will you miss the most about it? And what do you think you will enjoy about what lies ahead? Well, thanks, Mike. And, and Clearly, the most important thing is the relationship with the with the players and, and the coaching staff and, and others around the department every day. Um, you know, when you get a routine, uh, you know, uh, of watching film every morning and uh, you know going to. Going to lunch every day, it's uh, we'll miss that. We'll miss uh, the preparation. Uh, I think the games are great, and people love the games, but I think coaches enjoy the preparation time more, uh, the practices more, trying to figure out how to uh, help the players uh, uh, get results that we always want. Uh, we'll miss that, and, and all that relates to people. Uh, uh, everything, everything goes back to relationships and uh, and uh, and people, and we've been so fortunate to to be around great people and uh, people we enjoy every day. I think that's uh, again the opportunity to do this for for uh, you know from the time we were a player fifty years uh, and enjoy every day. Uh, you, know, you know that's only only happens in fairy tales, and uh, we've been uh, afforded the opportunity to to live that fairy tale. And so we'll miss we'll miss the people, we'll miss the players. We'll miss the preparation on a daily basis. Um, but, uh, again, uh, we're excited about what lies ahead and, uh, and um, engaging uh, in other ways and, and becoming, you know, biggest boosters and fans of the Sooners and, and the Rebels and, and uh, you know, the Wildcats and all, the, all those people. All those, we've always followed those programs extremely well and closely and, and uh, cheered like crazy for him, and we look forward to doing that now as a as a fan, as a fan going forward. Thank you, Coach. Okay, we'll uh, move to questions from our media guests now. First one will be from Ryan Haber of the Oklahoman, and then Eric Bailey. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, Lon, uh, thanks for doing this, and congratulations. Uh, when did you start thinking about this decision in a in a concrete way? When did you make the final decision? What led you to that? And uh, also, uh, how did Cammy react when you told her <laughs> you were uh, going to be seeing her a little bit more? Yeah, thank, thanks, uh, Ryan. Uh, she, um, yeah, you know, she doesn't know me for you know, in, in, uh, you know, you know, she's 19 months old, so uh, she doesn't uh, yet understand how how uh, much of a pest I will be in her life. Because, uh, yeah, it, you know what, uh, we knew it was going to come to an end at some point. Uh, uh, we didn't expect it to be right now. Uh, but I guess, uh, quite frankly, in uh, all transparency, uh, when Coach Hill passed, you know, a couple months ago, uh, uh, that, that hit hard. And 
So that, that, that got Barb and I probably talking more seriously about it. And, uh, and uh, then, um, you know, we started thinking about how we want to spend. You know, we're, we're fortunate to have good health and, and um, again, enjoy it every, every day. And, and uh, grandkids were a big tug, you know, no question about that. Uh, Angie and, and uh, her husband Mike and uh, uh, Avery and Wyatt and Cole uh, live in Nashville, and and uh, you know, um, you know, every year they get older, we we just feel like we're missing something that we didn't want to miss anymore. Uh, Kevin and Allie in in Vegas um, with Cami, you know, you know that's I mean, first and foremost in our agenda every day to see what we can do to engage uh, in uh, in what they're doing. Uh, and then Kevin, you know, getting that job in Vegas. I mean, you know, what a what a blessing for him. He loves Vegas. He's got a great uh, passion for the Rebels, and uh, just you kind know, of throw, you know, as a fan, you know, uh, just all of her time and interest and efforts and uh, watching and and uh, cheering on the Rebels, uh, you know, and uh, we'll always, um, you know, we'll operate between Norman. We we love the people. You know, I told Joe, as we talked about this, um, you, know, you know, growing up in Kansas, you know, growing up in Oklahoma, not any difference in the type of people and the, and the grassroots and the foundation of those people. So, uh, so yeah, I think those um, with Coach Hill and, and the grandkids and Kevin's opportunity, I think all of this kind of came together at the same time. And uh, and we're we're you know as disappointed mixed emotions of course and as much as we'll miss we're we're really excited about where we're at and uh, appreciative of all the all the folks have been involved and and uh, you know really really fired up about what lies ahead so it'll be great and we're looking forward to it. Really appreciate it, Lon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Eric Bailey, Tulsa World, and then Joe Bettner. Eric. I can't wait to see how low the handicap's going to get now. <laughs> Raising greens, right? Yeah. Um, you, you were at Oklahoma more than any other stop during your 35-year college career. What was so special about Oklahoma? Did you anticipate being here for a decade when you took the job back in 2011? And finally, what advice would you give to your successor about this job? When we uh, when we talked to Joe C about um, you know ten years ago, it's hard to believe it's been ten years uh, about Oklahoma. We absolutely Barb and I knew it would be our last stop. Um, we we knew that we we had you know we you know were delight, delighted about that, um, and it couldn't have worked out better. I mean, the leadership here, the relationships here, the people here. Um, again, they they are what we grew up with and. Uh, and the connection was was very easy because it was very genuine and very natural and and um, uh, again growing up in Kansas we're just we're exactly uh, the same people and so that that was great it, it couldn't have worked out better and then again to work with the leadership of you know and uh, you know President Harrow's and and Josie and and again thankful to, to to President Bourne for that you know endorsement and opportunity from the start uh, how gracious he was in uh, throughout that process so. Uh, um, we didn't know it would be 10 years. We didn't know if it would be 7 or 12 or whatever when we started out. But um, it um, transpired as we couldn't have wanted more. We uh, had great players. We had uh, great staffs and people on campus and around the building 
intelligence or, or always kind and, and generous and supportive and couldn't have asked for more. Couldn't have asked for more. And to the next guy, um, you know, he's, he's going to be fortunate to have the same opportunity I did and to work with outstanding people. And, uh, and I uh, know uh, Oklahoma is about greatness and about championships and the other coaches in the program or, you know, we aspired to try to do what they've done for, you know, many years. And that uh, is to put, successful people and teams on the floor and, and uh, you know, uh, just uh, so many people to be thankful for there as well. So the next coach will be great. I think he'll take this and, and take it to greater heights uh, because Oklahoma uh, deserves that and, uh, and expects that in a good way, in a healthy way, and, and can't wait to see who that might be. Vaughn, it was an honor covering you, man. Uh, best of luck in retirement, okay? Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Let's go to Joe Bender, Norman Transcript, and then Bob Grisbillo. Hey, Lon. Um, I, I wanted to ask you just, I know it's been a, an emotional kind of 24 hours, it seems, but or and probably longer than that. But I was wondering if you could just kind of take us how difficult it was having that conversation with this group in particular that you were going to be stepping down. I, I know a big senior class, but you return a lot of guys. Just how difficult was that and just to, to kind of break that news to them? Well, that's that's the most difficult part, uh, you know, leaving leaving guys that you've dealt with, and, and I think the pandemic even, uh, you know, uh, created a different, uh, you know, uh, relationship because you're leaning on each other so much, you're depending on each other, you know, every day, always. But but uh, through the pandemic, I mean, you're, I mean, it's a different set of circumstances, and and the players throughout the country, I thought, did a terrific job of uh, managing that and dealing with it and and uh, all the uncertainties day after day. Uh, so that's tough. I mean, that's really tough. Uh, but the guys were great. The guys were absolutely great. Uh, they um, made us feel good. And, uh, and that's a compliment to them because, uh, you know, uh, it's hard. It's hard. And, and I told each of them, I said, you know, you guys know how great the uh, University of Oklahoma is. And uh, absolutely, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have a terrific coach uh, coming in soon. And uh, just be patient and, and trust the process and keep uh, doing great things for the Sooners. So uh, they were great, but it, but it was still, you know, that's the most difficult part. Thanks so much, Lon. It's been an honor to cover you. Thank you. Bob below Sooner Scoop, and then John Hoover. Uh, Lon, congratulations on a tremendous career. I mean, I know we can kind of go through every single season, mention some great memories, but you got to start with the final four year. Now that you've had time to reflect back and, and things like that, how how special, how really special was that season? Well, all, all, all groups are special um, in, in different ways. Um, you, um, you know, what makes, uh, you know, that group, uh, you know, maybe uh, you know, other than the wins, uh, uh, you know, the, the the togetherness that group had, the uh, the confidence they had in each other, the security they had to, to step out and and uh, do individually what they could do well, and expect others to take care of that same responsibility. Um, they uh, had, they played with great joy. Yeah, they they loved practice. They loved practice, and. Uh, and it was fun to watch them grow and, and watch, you know, from, from day one, 
you know, and it, it started with Buddy, uh, you know, uh, uh, Isaiah, uh, you know, he and Buddy, you know, had a very healthy competition, you know, from the start. But Buddy said from day one, his senior year, um, you know, that uh, hey, we're going to the Final Four, you know, and and. and you know, you look right. It's hard to go to the Final Four. I mean, there's so many great teams. It's hard to win tournament games. It's hard to win any games, uh, especially in the in the Big 12. But Buddy just absolutely, you know, expected that, and, and he wasn't just saying it. And the other guys kind of bought into it and gradually you know, believes it, and they just kept getting better and better. And then uh, played, you know, unbelievable basketball. You know, especially in that Sweet 16 Elite Eight game to go to the Final Four and then uh, just unbelievable uh, experience. But the memories, it, it's always about memories. You want each of your teams to have special memories and uh, uh, for a lifetime. And, uh, and that team obviously afforded all Sooners and, and uh, everyone associated with a, with a lot of very good memories. So uh, that team was special. That team was special, no question about it. Appreciate it, Lon. Thank you very much. John Hoover, SI Sooners, and then Barry Trammell. On uh, congratulations and thanks so much for everything over the years and I mean everything. Um, this story's been told before, but I'd like to revisit uh, 2011. Joe coming out to Las Vegas. You and Barb had just finished building your dream home. Moving boxes were still packed apparently, and, and here comes this athletic director from Oklahoma. He needs a coach. He's making one last pitch. You'd already told him no once over the phone. You told him no again. Why did you finally say yes to one more rebuild? And how do you look back on that day now? As it's hard to it's hard to say why. Uh, you know, as anyone that knows Joe knows he can be pretty persistent. You know, and when he's got a plan, when he's got a vision, uh, which you know Sooners have benefited for twenty plus years uh, from that. Um, yeah, Barb and I, I think just, you know, we didn't expect to leave Vegas. Uh, we, we love the people there. We've been fortunate every stop of the way to, to you, know, you know, develop great relationships, great friendships, and, and have those to, to, to this day. So, um, but I guess, I guess in, in the end, uh, it, uh, you, know, you know, Big 12 is, is appealing, you know. The Sooner brand, uh, we, we knew from the Kansas State days and competing against Oklahoma, how strong that brand was. And we've learned since that it's even way more powerful than what we knew from the outside. Uh, it's it's an unbelievable worldwide brand. Uh, but um, I guess more Barb and I talked about it, um, you know, getting back to our roots in the Midwest and the Big 12 and the opportunity to, to recruit the type of people that gave us a chance to compete, you know, one more time for that Final four opportunity and and uh, and, uh, and I, I, you know we just ended up going that route and uh, no no regrets in that for sure as much as we again enjoyed Vegas and loved the people there uh, we uh, developed that same those same relationships here and uh, and uh, be forever grateful to to Joe for that and uh, and others at Oklahoma. Well, thanks and best of, best of luck to you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Hey, Barry Trammell, the Oklahoman, and then Garen Emig. Yeah, Lon, college basketball can be a cutthroat business. It can be a sordid business. A lot of times it eats up even good people, and yet for 35 years you've stayed above the fray in every way. 
from your character to your deportment to everything. Why were you able to do that? And why were you able to be so successful in a business where being either unscrupulous or just <laughs> downright mean generally gets you ahead? Um, I, I get a, a difficult to answer because, um, I mean, uh, you know, my parents were, were, uh, uh, were all about that, uh, uh, all about uh, others, uh, doing things for others, uh, uh, making others feel good about themselves. Uh, it's always we, never I. Uh, we'd take in, uh, you know, before you know the day of foster kids, we'd take in, we'd, we'd have different people living with us for weeks at a time that we didn't know. <laughs> and uh, so I, I think it all goes back to that. Uh, great memories, uh, unbelievable parents, uh, always about the right things. You know, oldest, oldest of six ch kids and, uh, and uh, parents were only concerned about uh, what's best for each of us. So it all goes back to that, as it does, uh, I guess, for a lot of us. But I appreciate, uh, I guess I appreciate your question. It's a hard one to answer because the emotion involved. But, uh, but uh, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. If you don't mind, Ron, tell me your parents' names. Yeah, Don and Betty. Don and Betty. Thanks, Lon. Yep, you bet. Gary Nemec, Tulsa World, and then James Hale. Try to lighten the mood a little, Lon. Um, yeah, I pre I'd appreciate that. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted on the record now that uh, the uh, the issues the Sooners have had at Bramlage the last eight to ten years, that, that was a favor to the alma mater, correct? <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it may look that way. Um, <laughs> what did we win there, one time? <laughs> I think, uh, and that was a long time ago. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's um, you know number one. I think um, you know their, their teams have been good. Their teams have been good, and I think the job Bruce Weber did this year was maybe as good a job as anyone in the country in taking a young group, starting three freshmen, and uh, they they got really good. You know, late in the year, and that's what any coach wants to do is make progress and uh, and uh, the way they played Baylor in that last um, conference tournament game showed that uh, if we were starting this thing all over uh, they'd be competing for you know the top top part of the conference so uh, and they'll do that next year so um, but again with Bruce and and um, you know we're all cheering for for Scott you know and, and the guys at Baylor now uh, to win a national championship, but you can go down the list through all ten, uh, nine other coaches in the conference, and just be, you know, uh, amazed at how good of a job they do. And uh, that's uh, that. In addition to having really good players, is what makes the Big Twelve so tough. You know, every night out. But uh, yeah, happy for Bruce and the, and the Wildcats, and um, always be a huge fan of theirs. And and um, like always, uh, you know, cheering for them every time out. Um, big picture, real quick, uh, just for old time's sake. The, uh, the as you as you depart the, the game, or at least coach from a coaching perspective, is there anything that you're anything that worries you about the state of the game 
Is there is there anything that because I know it's it cha- it's changing so rapidly, especially with players' uh, rights and, and and you know loose and transferred situations, and it you know in a lot of ways it's made the job a lot tougher for coaches. Is there anything that that are you worry is is uh, is threatening either the, the sports integrity or or, or 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 moral fiber as you depart? Yeah, absolutely, uh, great worry uh, for the game. As great as the game is, and you get me on a soapbox here. But, um, you know, the, the NCAA, you know, has got to revamp, period. I mean, we can't continue as we are. And uh, young coaches today seeing people violate the rules and nothing happened is ridiculous. And, uh, and I'm concerned about the young coaches taking that as a lead. Um, you know, um, and one of the greatest things my dad imparted was, I mean, there's no satisfaction in cheating and winning. I mean, absolutely anyone can do that. You know, uh, so you get me on a soapbox here, and and uh, yeah, there needs to be great changes, uh, and uh, and it's tough because of the, the amateurism aspect, uh, the legal fronts, you know what you can do. But the um, NCAA right now is um, going to a gunfight with a knife, and uh, and we're not winning. You know, so uh, love the leadership of Craig Robinson with the NABC. Uh, he's about all the right stuff. And I think he's going to bring about great change, but we need change. You know, uh, we can't we can't continue to turn our head and uh, be blind to craziness out there. And and um, you know what's going on, and uh, it needs to be changed. Thanks as always, Lon. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to get on that soapbox. I think more people need to do it. Hey, James Hale, KREF, and then Josh Calloway. Bill Lon. Uh, I want to thank you for just working with this reporter. You came on my show quite a bit. It was always a blast. And thank you for doing that and working with me, man. Uh, one thing that I'm curious about, because when you came in and you said, come to my practice, fans come to my practice, media come to my practice. I thought it was great. You know, it was, <laughs> you know, because at the time football was shutting down. You can tell, you know, football programs don't want media around a lot but you wanted people around with what you're doing. And I'm curious about that philosophy and why you did that when you showed up at Oklahoma and made covering your program so much fun. Well, thanks, James. Appreciate um, all your time you know, through the years. And, um, uh, you know, we've we not really ever taken ourselves too seriously about uh, what we do. Uh, we're fortunate to do what we do. There's a whole lot of people that uh, in this world that are doing things a lot more important than coaching a game. And, um, and I knew how, you know, we've always had practice open everywhere we've been. Um, but I've, uh, I see the joy that uh, dads and moms have with their sons and daughters when they come to practice and, uh, and uh, shoot around with our players afterwards. And uh, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's just something that, you know, it's easy to do. You know, people worry about scouting report well. You know, there's not any secrets anymore. Every game's on television. Every, you know, coaches know everything about the other team. So it comes down to players making shots and making plays. So nothing we do in practice is going to give away any, any secrets by any means. We, uh, we uh, don't, have that, uh, don't uh, have that ability to be smarter than anyone else. So, uh, um, yeah, so uh, and I think it's great for the players. I mean, I think the players loved it. Uh, they love shooting around with, with youngsters afterwards. Um, I think fans enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's, it's always been, you know, wherever we've been, um, the programs belong to the community, it's belong to the university, it's belong to the former players. Uh, it's not 
my program. It's 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 uh, not our coaches' program. It's it's our program, you know, community wide, and um, it just seems the natural thing to do. And uh, we've enjoyed it, and I think your players have enjoyed it. And uh, and uh, you know, as a parent, I'd, I'd love to go to practice and watch my son play. And if uh, players' parents want to come, I, I think that's great. Uh, we're not ever you know, we're going to play people that deserve to play. We're not ever going to be influenced by what parents want or others want. Uh, players determine that. And we've always had the confidence and security to not worry too much about what uh, folks that aren't at practice every day are thinking or wondering because they don't know, you know, what's going on. So we never worried too much about about that. So uh, um, it's been great. We've loved, uh, I think we've developed a lot of friendships and relationships through people being at practice and, and um, you know, Paul Armstrong, Armstrong, was a practice really from day one and in uh, uh, his group uh, that was there every day with uh, the Joe Bogans and Jerry Kershaw's and, and so many other so many others that again I apologize I'm going to leave out names but uh, Paul's coming out of surgery and, and recovering we uh, wish him well we're thinking about him so that's just again it's the right thing to do and the fun thing to do and and uh, I know our players enjoyed it. Hey, Lon, you can use my show anytime for a soapbox <laughs> if you want to get after the NCAA. I'm right there beside you, all right? So I, pre- I appreciate it. I'll throw the I question pre- out. You go for it, okay? I appreciate that. Keep 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 up the good work. Thanks. We'll go to Josh Calloway with SI. Uh, I'm sorry. Sooner's Wire. And then we'll go to Nate Fagan. Josh? Yeah, Alon, uh, congratulations. Obviously, on a fantastic career. It was a pleasure to cover your team this season. Um, just, I guess, just want to ask specifically going back to kind of what President Harris was saying earlier about, you know, your favorite coach's favorite coach. Just specifically the outpouring of, um, you know, just love, I guess, and respect from other coaches uh, around the country over the last 24 hours or so. You know, Mike Boyton, Bill Self, Scott Drew, a million others. Just, I guess, what that means for you. Well, it's very kind, and, uh, and I appreciate it a lot. And uh, I think the, you know, those in the coaching fraternity um, understand what what each other's doing every day, and and um, and um, you know, we've been you know, we've got obviously uh, so many great people and great coaches and great friends, and and we'll have those uh, forever. And competing against folks, I think, enhances the relationship, and and. Uh, Again, we appreciate all the kind words and, and the support, and uh, and I'll be bugging them about dropping by practice, I'm sure, from time to time to to uh, you know uh, fill that need. Uh, it's going to be there going forward. So, uh, but no, it, it means a lot. Uh, again, those are great friends and and great competitors, and and uh, we appreciate we appreciate all of that. Thank you, Lon. Wish you the best. Thank you. Nate indicated that his question was just asked. So we'll go ahead to uh, Ryan Chapman with SI Sooners. Yeah, Coach, um, we've talked a lot about your well-earned reputation as a program builder and a program rebuilder. At every stop along the way, not only have you had great success, but that success has come very early on. Can you kind of reflect back on what you and, and your coaching staffs have been able to do to not just turn things around, but have that immediate impact at, at every stop along the way? Well, it comes um, always back to players. Um, you know, um, 
players players get it done. Uh, I think our function in all of that is uh, is um, you know just whether you're a parent or a, uh, a business owner or a coach or a teacher, you know, is to, to create an environment, uh, create a culture in which players love being around. You know, if they're uh, in the office a lot, if they're coming by practice early, if they're staying late, you know, if they want to be around us, then we've got a better chance to, to teach and, uh, and uh, to listen and to learn from them. Um, and they've got a better chance then to, to realize their potential and, and do as well as they possibly can. And that's not just on the court, but also, you know, socially and in the classroom and, and in every other way. So uh, uh, I think, you know, our goal is to be, you know, confidence promoting all the time, never demeaning, uh, uh, you know, be, you know, uh, spending time. There's no shortcut for time in anything. You can talk about what you want to do, but really you're identified with where you spend your time, you know, not necessarily your money, but your time. And our players know that uh, we've had great coaching staffs, people that are genuinely interested uh, in uh, the well-being of the student-athlete, uh, again, not only on the court. And when players recognize that, you know, the, the staff being all in on what's best for them, then I think you've got the best chance to, to realize as close to potential as possible. And, uh, and our staff has, has been great, and our current staff has been fantastic. And, and again, just appreciate, you know, all those through the years, but uh, you know, this staff this year uh, so, so very, very much. Thank you, Coach. Congratulations. You bet. Thank you. Got time for a few more questions. If there are any, we'll go back to John Hoover for a follow-up. Yeah, Lon, I always thought it was interesting. You know, he National Player of the Year, Buddy Buddy Heald, starts out as a freshman, and you know he works his way up and becomes works harder than everybody else and becomes the National Player of the Year. A couple of years later, you got a, a lottery pick as a true freshman comes in, totally different skill set, and yet he's got the all the headlines and all the you know attention that there. What did those two, the dichotomy of those two players and their career arcs at Oklahoma, what did those teach you about yourself and how to coach players at, at this current uh, this current time? Well, always, you know, every player is unique. You know, we've never compared one player to another. Uh, we, uh, you know, kind of start out with this is where we're at. And then with the player, we, we listen a lot. I, th I think listening is, is a huge, huge ingredient. Um, um, you know, we we ask about the player's vision. You know, where, you know where you, you know where you want to be. What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? And uh, uh, and then work work backwards from that. Okay, if you want to be great, you know, on the court. If you want to be great in the classroom or great at anything, you know, this you know, let's develop a plan to get there. And then you do that together. You know, everything's about shared ownership. You know, it's never my way or your way. It's always let's get this done together and make it our way. And uh, and Buddy and, and Trey were unbelievably skilled people. You know, they had different skill sets for sure. And uh, yet they were both driven to be exceptional and uh, both extremely hard workers, uh, both invested in their craft. And, uh, you, know, you know, Trey, quite frankly, probably arrived with a more complete skill set than Buddy. And uh, Buddy just kept getting better and better and better, and it was driven uh, to be great. And uh, and 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 uh, you know, Buddy was extremely smart. You know, he uh, 
you know, uh, you know, as you know, turned down, you know, the early entry after his junior year and, and, and said, I, I can do better. I can, I can have a better foundation and, and then became player of the year and, and, you know, and absolutely earned everything that, that came his way. And, uh, and then Trey was so skilled and with the ball, so fast with the ball. I mean, people sometimes would ask, you know, how can he do all those things when he's not that athletic? And I, I look at him like, hey, he's faster with the ball than, than anyone else is without. And uh, he's got, he had great vision and great uh, imagination as a passer. He's a terrific passer. And, uh, and, and both have excelled in the NBA and uh, couldn't be happier for them, couldn't be more proud for them. You know, the, uh, the, the players that have gone through the program before have been so, so great and so supportive of each of our teams that we've had here. And, uh, you know, the, the Griffin family, you know, I mean, Blake and, and, um, and, and Taylor and, and, and mom and dad. And, and, I mean, they've been so instrumental and supportive you know, throughout the process and, uh, and, and in every way, and, and, and we'll continue to do that. I mean, that's the thing that when people leave Oklahoma as a player, you know, regardless of sport, I mean, they, they are Sooners for life, and, and they are appreciative, and they know how special it was here. I mean, the academic assistance here, the investment in, in the student-athletes, uh, in every way is, is top, top chart. And... Uh, and, and I think players and student athletes come to realize that uh, you know, shortly after they're here, that this is a special place and people here are special and the leadership special. And, um, and they, they appreciate that, you know, and, and certainly Buddy and, and, uh, and Trey and, and Blake and everyone else that's gone before, you know, um, has done that. You know, at the risk of emotion, you know, Coach Tubbs, I knew better than to go there. Uh, he and his family are, are Sooner basketball. And, uh, and will always be. So, uh, uh, you know, Coach... Uh, Tubbs jumping on board when he arrived and, and being so supportive and talking to our players and um, uh, meant everything and, 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 and really, really helped in the transition uh, of, uh, you know, when we came to Oklahoma and, uh, and, and uh, miss him, miss him a lot. Well, we appreciate it. Coach, we've got a couple more follow-ups here. Uh, let's go back to Ryan Aber. Yeah, Lon, uh, I want to ask you, uh, what, the, what were those conversations like yesterday with, with former players I'm, or, and former assistants, the guys that have been around the program, things like that? And then also uh, anything that we haven't asked you about that you wanted to address? <laughs> well, you guys have been helpful for sure, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, the former uh, – the 10 years at Oklahoma, you know, at, uh, but then the players at, at other stops. I mean, uh, I really look forward to, to uh, re-engaging with them more. Uh, we'll have, you know, certainly more time on our hands and, uh, and, and say thanks to, to each and every one that I can, can, I can reach. And, and, um, and we'll try to reach out to all of them. And, uh, and uh, you know, again, how supportive they've been, how gracious they've been, and, uh, 
And uh, certainly it's always about players. Uh, you know, coaches just don't win without good players. I mean, all the coaches are good. They really are. And they're well prepared and their their teams are good. So uh, it's always about players. And we've been we've been extremely blessed with uh, just terrific players and and young men and again players' families. I mean it it, uh, it all goes hand in hand. So uh, yeah. So uh, it uh, it is great. And I'm gonna go real quick here on Renee Forney, you know, and, uh, she along with Coach Tubbs is Sooner basketball and uh, I, uh, she does. Uh, she makes everyone's job so much easier and so much more enjoyable. And and her relationship with the former players and goes back a long way, as you former players know, because she'll call and get after you if you're not showing up for reunions or if you're not showing up to games. And uh, and they respond to her and uh, her heart and abilities are second to none. And uh, we. Uh, so appreciate uh, Renee and 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 all that all that she does and will continue to do and uh, um, in in a great way. Coach, looks like we have one more back to Barry Trammell. Yeah, Alon, I try not to get too overly emotional, but I just <laughs> had one question for you. Any chance we could talk you into staying on the job? <laughs> well, I appreciate that, but. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I, I do appreciate that, and uh, and, uh, and and we love what we do, and we've been blessed with the opportunity to do what we love for 50 years, and uh, the timing uh, is right, and we'll be so so engaged in, in whatever happens going forwards, and and uh, so excited about what's going to happen going forwards, because all the pieces are in place to to you know to take this to uh, to. Uh, much greater heights, and I say pieces in terms of leadership and and genuine people, and and uh, it's a place you can recruit great players, and and the Big Twelve Conference is great, and uh, uh, which, uh, which which where players want to play, you know, they want to play against the best, and that happens in the Big Twelve, and uh, so yeah, we're we're excited, we're we're grateful, appreciative. Uh, uh, excited about what lies ahead, and, uh, and and part of that excitement is uh, the cheering on and supporting all those people and places where we've been, and uh, and uh, you know running to whatever lies ahead. But thanks, thanks, Barry. On. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.